Hi, thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome back to another episode, mini episode of one of our podcasts where we talk a little bit about the salon industry and some things that we're doing that are a little bit different in the industry that make us unique or that have us be set apart from the others in the way that we do things. Some of the things are, you know, how people are paid. Um, so we're going to talk about that here. And if there's anything else you'd like to hear us talk about or any feedback you want to give us or anything you'd like to talk to us about, please feel free to leave a comment in the video or contact us directly. We'd love to hear from you and uh, love to help in any way we can. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy. I'm so, fixing uh, my lips. Oh, good. So we went to um, get Michelle's uh, ring cleaned where we got it at um, Diamond, um, Diamond District. And one of the things they kept telling us when we bought it, that was that um, they're not on commission. They're not commission salespeople. And we went back to have it adjusted. And the original guy who sold it to us, he's the general manager. He's been there a while. And um, he said um, he, he was unavailable. So he put us on to somebody else. And the person he put us on to was, you know, talking about other options we had for it. Because she wants to have a... Um, I forget what they're called. Some type of ring. Um, I don't know what it's called now. It's um, it's like another band, but it has diamonds on it. Um, they're kind of a newer thing. And she was talking to him about having it put on, made a certain way from her mom's earrings. And he said that they don't put the diamonds all the way around. They're only meant to be worn for a little while. They're only meant to be worn by movie stars who wave a lot <laughs> and then they take them off. So they're not like a regular wear ring because there's too many, it's too uncomfortable. It's too many diamonds around it. Like it can't fit between your fingers the way it's made. Anyway, that was just part of the story. But the main thing he kept saying was that he is not like whatever we buy or whatever we do, he's not a commissioned salesperson. None of them are. So they don't, we can't change their pay by whatever they buy. He, he told us that a couple of times. That was just interesting how he said it because you know, he was actually telling us not to buy an upgraded one or not to spend more, but he said um, specifically that you can't change my pay. And I thought that was interesting because um, people don't know that about us because we get accused of that sometimes when they, um, you know, think there's a big ticket or whatever it is. You know, they think, oh, well, you know, because they had to pay so much that that stylist was upselling them or whatever. Just never heard it worded that way. Um, it was funny last week we had a guest who she originally went to Chris like back in January and Chris said, no, you don't need foils. Go home. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to, you don't need it. So I'm not doing yeah. it. So mm -hmm. she went home. Then it was like last week she called and she was like, I know I need foils now. I need foils. Let me get in with Chris. Well, I can't, I can't get you in with Chris this week. Like there's, there's not happening. I'm sorry. So uh, I was like, well, come to the village. You come see me at the village. So she came to the village and um, she went to Maggie and Maggie was like, no, you still don't need foils. <laughs> so how, you know, that's been months. I don't know if her hair's growing really slow, but she literally didn't have like, or she was had like whiter hair. So there wasn't a huge, you know, uh, but it was funny because you, she, Maggie could have done foils. There's mm -hmm. no reason why she couldn't have. She could have made it, sure. done it. But she, why do it if you don't need it? That's preserving the integrity of the hair. 
yeah. which um, in this industry oftentimes doesn't always happen, you know? It's like, what, what yeah. can I sell you? In a yeah, lot of and I think that's the perception of it too. I, I think, you know, whether or not the stylist has is protecting the integrity of the hair or not. The perception always is that, you know, I'm going to be upsold. That's the, the, the nature of people anyway, to think that they're going to try to sell me something, but definitely doesn't affect a stylist in our company at all. It, it, it affects them in no way for them to do a service that uh, increases the sales. The ultimate thing is that most people may not be aware of is that they do everything that they can to make their hair beautiful, to make, to give them the outcome that they want and to uh, make them happy. And that will affect their pay um, by them wanting to come back to the salon and retain being retained in our company rather than how much they sell or how many dollars they leave with us. So just something that I don't think is commonly known. And, and they've, they really accentuated it at the diamond district. I mean, he really made it a point to communicate that to us. Um, as well as, because it was interesting having this other salesperson, as well as the salesperson sharing with us the history, the sourcing, their brand, and how long you know they've been in business, and how long he's worked there, and his role in the company, and just a, a lot of sharing of um, interesting, personalized information about the, the company and the organization, just how they separate themselves, how they're different, and why they're different um, to be communicating that because it's just not I, I never even would have that about there like I never would have get known what you just told me you know I, that's one of those things that you typically just always assume you know sure um, seems like and and the same thing goes in our business as well where if a stylist is not capable of doing what somebody's asked to do they're not just going to do it because they have to um, right. If it's not something like somebody walks in and wants a balayage and that person does not specialize in balayage, you know, rather than just throwing it on there, making it work, um, you know, they're able to direct them, direct somebody in the right direction that can do it Yeah, to ensure the guest is happy. So it ensures the guest comes back either way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're not going to be, they're not going to lose anything by not doing that service for that time. Our team, anyone on our team is not going to be not compensated or not paid for that time because they weren't producing sales in that time period. So it doesn't affect them in that way. It's okay for them to refer them to somebody who's more, that that's their expertise or it's something that they're passionate about uh, rather than be forced to do something that maybe they're not, the best at and maybe won't make the guest happy. And I don't know that that's always really communicated or the people really know that because in this industry, as it has been standard across the board for many, many years, it has been the more you sell, the more you make. And that only it's, if they're not on commission, um, they're totally their own salesperson. So all their sales are, um, directly, um, affect their paycheck every week all the time. So just an interesting observation about another industry, which I didn't expect it to be that way, because of course I thought, you know, they're naturally going to be upselling us or upgrading us. And none of them were doing that at all. In fact, they were talking. I would have thought things. the same exact thing, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, it was interesting. And uh, to continue the conversation of um, separating us um, and, and keep that in conversation with people about why or and e- what, what even is it with that makes redo- us different. Even with redos, um, like on Saturday, I had a redo scheduled and the stylist wasn't coming in. So I had to, and the lady needed her hair done that day. She wanted it done. So, um I was I we got her in with actually a top color specialist, you know, and Robin doesn't have to worry about if, you know, Robin doesn't have to worry about if she's going to get paid to do it. Like, why would you want to do somebody else's redo? Um, But why would you want to? And she does not. She didn't even worry. She worked with me to get the woman in. So uh, it's very helpful in that area as well. It's a big difference and they don't even realize too when i have somebody unhappy and i have to refund them a lot of the time like i I mean i'll refund them just to ensure they're happy like what can i do if you didn't have if we didn't make the mark and we didn't make you happy i don't want you to pay for it you know like if that ever happens um a lot of time i notice the guest is like well they're not going to get paid and that's and explaining to them like yes they do still get paid and all of our services are guaranteed. So, yeah. Uh, and, and it gives us the ability to do that where, you know, we see in the debates a lot of times with other salons where there's a, a, a very big problem with when there is a redo in a salon, especially if it's a, um, um, well, they call them salons, but especially if it's a booth rental type salon and uh, there, there needs to be a redo or even a commission salon where they say, okay, uh, stylist A, you did this, this, the customer didn't like it. We're going to take all those sales away from you. We're going to give them to the other stylist who redoes it. So you have money taken away, um, which creates a, another issue because then you've got to deal with, well, they're losing part of their paycheck. Okay, they didn't make the guest happy. That's correct. We should make them happy and give them to somebody. But it creates a, a rift within the environment of the salon because now – they weren't given the opportunity to redo it. Maybe the guests didn't want them to redo it. Maybe they wanted to go to somebody else. Um, so, you know, you could get some resentment within a couple of stylists that way too, where um, there's that competition. And it, it, when in, in this case, it, it doesn't affect anyone. It's, it's okay. We just want the guests to be happy. And that being the ultimate goal uh, enables us to do that, which is again, one of those other things that separates us and, makes our way we do it. We're not saying it's the best way or the only way it's our way and it works for us, but it definitely is a distinction from so many of these other salons now who are moving over to this new model of every man for himself. Everybody's a 1099. Everybody's a separate employee, every, uh, not employee. Everybody's a subcontractor so that there is no, well, if I don't like my service, I can get it you know, a refund or I can go to somebody else. It's not how the industry is is going. It's not the way the industry is going, sadly. Um, but that's one of the points that differentiates us too. It's a good example from the one you had on Saturday. And it happens all the time. I mean, we want them to be able to communicate to us that they didn't love it. Please let us know so that we can make right. it right. Or communicate that you don't like, if you don't like your style, you know, at my nail place, I, um, the girl I was seeing went on maternity leave and I started seeing another girl so then when the nail tech came back that came back from maternity leave, they wanted me to go back to her. And I kind of, I, I didn't want to hurt anybody's, you know, I'm very like, Oh, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Um, which I'm sure many other people are just like me. Um, but they were like, okay, now you're, you're 
nail techs back, you have to go back to her. And I was like, well, I kind of don't want to, you know, and um, I just noticed the, even from the nail tech that I had, the new nail tech was like, okay, well, your nail tech's back. But what if, why can't I go stay with you? Why do I have to go back to her? Because it's that kind of, it's just the difference, you know? And then for people like me, don't speak out. It's awkward. Yeah, well, and that 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 adds that brings something else up that's a really big key point is that sometimes people like to make changes. And in this business, oftentimes they think to change stylists in a salon, they have to go to an, a, another salon because there is going to be that thing you pointed out right there. Oh, you have to stay with your stylist. Well, you tried somebody else and maybe they work better at the nail place or you like them better and you want to stay or they, you know, you have a relatedness that you like that's better at you don't want to feel bad about making that switch. It's okay. You know, it, it doesn't affect in our culture. It doesn't affect um, the other styles. Now, maybe they liked doing your hair and they wanted to do your hair, but at the same time, it's not going to cause any uh, a financial rift because you're now going with somebody else within that culture. Right. At least they stayed in the building. They stay, stay with the same company and you don't need to feel uncomfortable about making a switch. In fact, we, Clients move around all the time. They'll move around from location to location, right? You know, they'll go to different locations. All the or, time. All the time. I mean, I can't tell you even this season. We've had, the, I feel like, one of the most insane seasons, busy-wise, uh, ever, in a long time. And all the time, when they can't get in at another location, it's so easy to just be like, oh, well, I can get you in over here, you know. Um, it happens all the time. Yeah. And you don't wait three weeks to get it. If you can't get it in and you need this week, like, let me see what they recommend, what other stylists they recommend. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, it's at least there's that option. Always. Yeah. To stay within our, our culture of salons, our group. Yeah. Um, that's, that's all. That's what I wanted to, um, just talk about for a minute. Just a little brief segment of one of those things that differentiates us because and i got that's to see my dad, conversation. Cool my, dad to see my, my baby girl yeah you look beautiful by the way <laughs> even though you weren't even prepared for the talk as you said or prepared you know i, I know you like to get your blowouts for that well you i haven't good. had any blowouts lately because it's been too crazy but i'm getting my hair done tomorrow okay well it looks my beautiful. extensions oh it's a christy visit nice yes Yes. Beautiful. Your teeth look nice. I'm making it work. It's funny. Uh, she was like, I can't, I had, was scheduled Friday and she was like, I can't do Friday, but I can make tomorrow work. And I was like, Oh, okay. I, I don't know. I'll figure it out. <laughs> I'll get coverage. I'm coming to see you. It's important. I'm, yeah. very, I'm excited. I'll make it work. Yeah. You don't get so. many opportunities. That's a special one when you get in with her. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel I'm in a great place. You know, and uh, just the last thing, I'm lo- I'm learning for myself, um, like the real definition of like leading and being a leader, um, and um, how what I do impacts other people, and I can be a leader that somebody looks up to, or like what impact am I having on other people? And just being aware of my actions and. I feel the best I've felt in like my whole life. So I don't know. Well, that's obvious. I, I played a little bit of a clip that we had from the last time we did a 
cast podcast conversation together. And there were like three in a row of, of those three weeks in a row of, well, we failed. Well, I failed. Well, we started this <laughs> exercise plan and something got in the way. Well, this got this happened or that happened or, oh, yeah, I ate cheeseburgers or, oh, yeah, whatever it was. And it was a series of failures. So now I'm um, happy to report that I'm, um, you know, probably going on, is it over two months? Maybe? Yeah, over two. I mean, I'm not, I feel like I'm not like losing weight like crazy, but um I, I don't want the mission to be to lose weight. Like, I just want to take care and nurture my body. We only have one body, you know. Yeah. Um, and I never realized how much everything I put in my body affects me um, and my mind and physical activity makes changes my life. That, my dad always told me that. And I was like, oh, I'm not doing what you do, dude. But um, I feel... I can actually like make it through a workout without, I mean, I still die, but I don't like, I can actually do it instead of yeah. like stopping in the middle and take, you know, I can yeah. do it. It's, it, it's very super rewarding to see uh, your progress and strength. And, yeah. And there's just something about what it does because if we, I know for myself, if I don't have that outlet of, uh, some form of exercise um, where I'm pushing my body to um, exhaustion, I guess, or, or beyond my regular <laughs> limits uh, because I need that. And then it helps clear my head. It really it clears so much of the clutter out that the self-talk, the negativity, the, the self-doubt um, and, and gives me so much peace. Uh, and I have to have that, that component because there's nothing like when you finish one of those workouts um, that feeling that you have, uh, that it's when it's over, that the, it's almost like a, a high it, it is. And, uh, it, it helps carry your, um, it helps you be more present. It helps me be more present anyway, and, uh, be able to serve others because you talk about leading and really what we do as leaders is our role is serving. If we're to, there to serve the others, um, instead of, well, right. Um, like it's not 10 other places, um, it's like, what am I doing in this moment to make a difference? Um, and my surrounding myself with people that are have the same mission as I do, and um, being around those people, it, it's such a even having healthy people in your life makes such a huge difference. Um, but even even Robert's been working out, and Jasmine told him he looks buff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your bro. Yeah, no, it's good. it becomes infectious too, but more more people doing it around you. And like you said, people up to the same thing. It helps support your mission and what you're up to. And you got to take care of yourself. You can't, you can't do anything for anybody else if you're, if you're not taking care of you. And, um, right. And, and, and you I don't feel, feel like good about I'm yourself. It's with my kids, I was trying to take care of everything on my plate, but I feel like I wasn't even being effective at it because I was like trying to swallow a whale without dealing with everything you know um yeah. i can't take care of everything if i'm not taking care of me so yeah if you're not in a good you're, place uh you're not going to be effective with anything yeah. yeah so good progress well congratulations yeah much different results than how we were uh stumbling along in those last conversations but it's like good to see year. yeah it was like yeah, a year ago is that what you're gonna say it's good to have 
it's good to have. Yeah, well, we, it was. However long ago it was, it was we were in this, uh, both of us, you know, just we're, we're, we were. Um, Every single time we would talk, we'd be like, In the oh, same okay. struggle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was the same thing, the same thing that everybody deals with in life. Just like, okay, got to get on track, got to get on track, got to get on track. We're not on track. But we were recording it and saying, are we on track? No, we're not. We failed again. We failed right. again, we, which is life. You know, that's So it's kind of cool now to see that fast forward to this point. And look back on there and say, okay, well, the, the, our well-being is, is being taken care of. And, you know, and, well, and, and I feel like you have to be, uh, for me, I had to be in that place where I was ready. Uh, you know, it, you have to be there or else it's not effective, you know. Yeah, and you, uh, every, you have to restructure your life. You have to restructure your life around that. It can't be a byproduct. It can't be a secondary thing. It has to be the primary thing that occurs for you in your day, like taking care right. of your well-being and or, or working, getting to the gym or getting to the, um, what is it called? What is your burn? Getting to burn? Is that what you do? Yeah. And all those burn? girls are so lovely and kind and uplifting. That makes a big difference too. And Mackenzie's fucking awesome. So yeah. Go Kenz. She's an inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, much better like, to be around everywhere still. And What's I that? watch what, I follow Mackenzie around everywhere still. And I'm like, mm. okay, I don't know. I totally didn't hear what the, she just said. Can you do it again? And then she'll show me. And Good. I'm like, and she doesn't get like impatient with me. She's like excited to show me. So yeah. she's super helpful. I love her. Yeah. She's so. a great mentor for you. That's awesome. I'm proud of you. Very cool. Good stuff. Alrighty. Thank well, you for making time for this. Thanks for hanging out. And, uh, you know, I, I'm on the phones right now, and I'm watching the voicemails come in, so I probably should go answer them. Okay. All right, good. Well, tell everybody I said hi that you talked to the next person that uh, you were on the phone with me. Tell them thank you for calling. I love you. Okay. See you later. All right, love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.